Hey, everybody. I want to bring up some awesome things. I'm in a good mood. I'm chipper. I'm, I'm bouncy. I'm playful like your hair. Oh, your beautiful, luscious hair. Come here. Come here. Sit on my lap. Anyway, listen. I am in a hyper, hyped up, uh, fully erect mood. I am in a good mood right now, and I want to record now while I still have the momentum and still have the ambition to do so. So, uh, I don't, I, I don't have no fucking clue what I'm going to talk. I got two subjects that I want to talk about in uh, briefness. So <laughs> I'm going to go off the cuff again today, folks. So buckle up and. Uh, tuck it in, come in your own butthole, because here comes Machiavelli Spark! So the reason why I'm doing this is because, one, I'm in a good mood, <clears throat> which is rare and in between like one of the most rarest fucking things you see. You'll see a unicorn fucking Bigfoot on the top of Nessie before you see me in a good fucking mood. So hype up, get energized, and, and fucking indulge yourself as well. Yesterday was kind of a bummer episode. I don't want to talk about it because then I'll bum myself out and then I'll lose the momentum for this show. But yesterday was not a great show, so I want to give you fuckers, you beautiful, luscious, delicious, masturbatory, glorious, glory hole fisting people a bonus episode. A happy hype fucking come in your drawers episode. Just for you guys. So I really don't think I'm going to have a regular station program. I think it's just going to come out in sporadic spurts. Kind of like uh, jacking off on a unicycle. You know. You know. But uh, uh, I hope you enjoy. And, uh, and some of these topics might not be for you. But they're for me. So I hope you enjoy. So guys, in case you have no idea why the hell I'm so hyped up as shit, uh, a certain company just changed their dress code policy to allow any kind of dress wear within reason. Uh, well, I really shouldn't say that. But jeans are permitted, any color shape, uh, not shape, but yeah, any color jeans, which I'm about to go buy a purple-ass pair of jeans and sport that shit and any shirt as long as it has sleeves. So guess what? I am going to get those kind of shirts that go that have that low cut right to your belly butt and right above your butt crack in purple. I am going to be fabulous, motherfucker. You're going to look upon my glory and go, damn, that is a fine belly. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I am happy as as shit. This is exciting news because uh, dress code policy for that place had been very uh, conformist and very um, 
specific for years with good reason. You want to have your team uh, represent and look the way, the part. But now with this, it allows people to have their own individuality, their own uh, situation, their own personality in their appearance. Like cause if you think about it, if you think about it, what you wear on the outside represents your feelings as an individual. Like some people like to dress gaudy. Some people like to dress goth punk, this, that, and the other thing. So as long as it doesn't have any profanity or anything on it, you could wear your favorite band t-shirt like Metallica or, or – uh, <laughs> I can't believe I can't think of things. I, Justin Timberlake, if he has a t-shirt, wear that shit to work. You could wear an X-Men t-shirt. Hell, you could wear Animu. Get your Inuyashas. Get your uh, uh, Triguns, your Dragon Ball Zs, your Pokemans. Get all that shit on. This is absolutely exciting. And positive news compared to what I've had to deal with the last couple of days. And I am hyped this shit. This is fun information. Now, most people would be like, well, you still got to do the job and all that shit. But yeah, but I could be me. <laughs> I could be me. You know, other than wearing pajamas 24-7, which <laughs> that's my thing. I love wearing these pajamas. They're so comfy. So silky smooth on the skin. Like cut my balls just right but listen anyway this is exciting news because there has not been a bunch of movement on this situation for years and everybody rejoice everybody get hype and it'll probably be changed within a couple months and have to be altered slightly because you know people want to wear like super cut out holy things where their nipples poking through and stuff but listen it is is great this is great news and it's an opportunity for us to be ourselves and just feel more comfortable at the job we do and god bless them that's fantastic good on you walmart you are doing great that's one of the best things that's ever been done in our store or any store in the walmart store but yeah, I don't want to dwell too deep into that because I wanted to talk, keep any Walmart talks out. But that is actually really cool. It's really fucking cool. So, sorry. I mean, to normal people, normal shoppers or whatever, that might just seem completely like whatever. But really... Imagine having to wear these heavy-ass shirts and these form-fitting tight fucking pants all the goddamn time. It is hotter than balls out, and that shit does not breathe, motherfucker. You, I am literally almost passed out twice today because of the heat and uh, the constant working. But and again, that's not a knock at the company or anything. It's you literally have to wear what you got to wear, people. All, all companies have a uniform and stuff and a dress code and all that shit. So like, I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just saying that this is actually super progressive. I applaud the store for this, and uh, thank you, Walmart overlords. I better move on. <laughs> so while we're uh, uh, a little new, a different alternate universe discussion, uh, this is something I shared with uh, Bill and the Raptor, something that 
horrified, confused, and upset me in a way, but not like angered me. It, it didn't ups like anger me, but it got me very confused and uh, blew my mind. Um, a I will I don't want to say world famous chef because I've never heard of them before, but a very good culinary person, a transgender person. And by saying that, you already know where I'm going if you were on Facebook at all. I know – let me give credit where credit's due. Uh, LMAFO, the band, you know, sexy and you know it, has some of the most interesting posts on their uh, Facebook page. And it is awesome, mostly sexy type stuff. Like they have a lot of, well, you know, 50 ways to your penis can be more prof, not profitable, but uh, useful, and uh, 50 tricks on how to get a girl to squirt and what women find the most sexual, and all, all sorts of stuff like that. But then sometimes they post these weird, strange fucking things, and this one is a culinary artist or chef, transgender. There's a reason I'm bringing that up. Decided to have their penis removed, and then they took their penis and chopped it up and served it to five paying customers who specifically wanted that, to my knowledge. I'm afraid to read the article because I don't want to see genitalia chopped up and served to people. <sighs> Let me put this out there. If you want to get a sex change, I am 100% down a clown with that. I am in your back corner. I got your back for that. Like, not monetarily, but supportive-wise, because I'm broker than broke back mountain. But if you ever feel like you need a corner, somebody to talk to, uh, when you have doubts about your sexuality, like, if you want to do uh, get a sex change stuff and you and you want to just talk it through with somebody, I am always in support of anybody's decision like that. Like you be who you need to be. Like if if you feel like you need to be a man or you need to be a woman, and you're in not the proper body that you're in right now, you go, girl or boy, whichever you prefer to be. You do what you need to do to make you feel like you. Total support, 110%. But I always was under the impression, because I've unfortunately been sent and forced to watch the actual surgery of uh, a person going through gender uh, tr transference. I, I don't know the proper terminology, but they literally had their penis slit in half and like tucked in. And it, I think it was South Park that went and showed this in detail, but it was a, a, a process on how to actually go from being a male to a female, which yet again, I got your back spiritually, emotionally, and you know, all that. Just not monetarily because I'm broke. But this lady, this woman, had her penis 
cut off. Now, I don't know if there's an alternate surgery where you could have it removed and then stuff tucked in, or is your would your testicles be your uh, ovaries at that? I don't know. Listen, I don't know science. I wish I knew science because then I could solve a lot of problems, but I don't know science. So, but the thing is, is that you really shouldn't then take that penis, that genital that you had once, chop it up because that just makes me sad because you don't want a good penis to go to waste. I mean, attach it to the back of a mouse like at South Park and let it walk around, and that would be hilarious. Or, like, give it to somebody who wanted to get the surgery in reverse, like a woman who wanted to become a man. Then they could have your cock, and, they, and you know, it's going to a good donor because they're going to use it. And whatever. Like, uh, But listen. Then they used their culinary arts and dedicated a meal to five individuals paying customers who wanted this and served it to them. How, how do you even begin to prepare to cook your own cock? Is it like a hot dog? Do you boil it? Would it recede? Would the meat recede? How do you deal with the blood and the, and the stuff? Like, Because technically a sausage and a hot dog is meat that's ground up and put into uh, skin to be sealed up and reprocessed. If you just take a dick and just chop that shit up, I feel like it would be a mushy, gooey mess and not the good kind that ends up in cream pies. But like, <laughs> it's like... I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally against it, but I'm not at all for it. Like, <laughs> it just reminds me of that scene from Hannibal Lecter and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where they chopped, where he killed that person, chopped it up, ground them up into beef, and then like fed the people it. But these people actually wanted it. To my ex, I, I, maybe they didn't even know. Maybe they, this was his old her ultimate fuck you to them like i'm getting this i got the sex change now eat a dick my dick for example like there's no bigger fuck you to somebody than literally feeding them <laughs> your, <laughs> your fucking cock <laughs> oh if it was a revenge thing congratulations but also is very unsanitary apparently like it could cause massive problems down the line for those individuals but i gotta be honest if it's a revenge thing for people who weren't in support of you for for your change <laughs> like that is impressive in itself like i couldn't even fathom a revenge plan better than that like i uh, mine immediately goes to all shit on their cat like you pissed me off I will buy you a cat if you don't own one, and I will shit on it after you've become lovingly attached to it. It's not actually like hurting the feline. It's just kind of a disgusting act that would put people like in, in shock. But to literally have your detached penis chopped up into like little, you know, 
not little. I'm sure it's girthy. <laughs> Easy baked bite pieces to dip in sauce and chew up and swallow. That is beyond me. And I'm a very deranged, fucked up individual. You can ask Bill and Raptor that shit. I am one of the most fucked up people you could ever ask about revenge plots. I mean, my go-to fighting strategy is getting butt naked, shitting all over myself, and then just starting to wail on you. Because, hey, nobody wants to fight a naked person, and nobody at all wants to fuck, fucking fight somebody who's covered in shit while also naked. No one. It's like the ultimate battle strategy. Like, I don't even think you want to shoot a person who's drenched in shit and naked. You just want to take them to a, a happy room that they get a coat where they get to hug themselves and they get to sit in a padded room all day bouncing around like Ripperoo from Crash Bandicoot. But, like, I, I must digress and re-emphasize the fact that this woman who used to be a man Force, not force fed, but fed people her cock. Hey, that's that's some tea girl goddamn porn shit right there sounding, but it's not. And if they actually did pay for it and they wanted that bouquet of big fat cock, that's cool. Like then they have, then I would have them sign a waiver. So if they get sick or like. Or like their brain deteriorates and they become cannibals like like I heard somewhere that like if you eat humans as a human that your brain will start to deteriorate a little bit. And you'll get like black spots in your brain and you won't go crazy but then you'll like need have a need for eating human flesh all the time. Which I don't know how true that is. I, I'm sure there's a science behind it but fucking A sis. That's some crazy shit. Should have fucking sent that shit to me so I could have two cocks. I'd be like a shark. Just fucking... Two cocks! But, man. You know what? Though, good for you. I'm glad you were able to become who you wanted to be, who you needed to be, to feel good. And that you are who you are now, wording is bad, but I really hope you weren't arrested or anything over this. I mean, I, I don't know how that works. Like, if they openly wanted it, I guess they can't really sue you for any damages that happen because technically cannibalism is not illegal. It's just the killing of someone that is. I, I heard that somewhere too. Please, people, don't just go start chopping off people's parts and eating it because it's still assault and battery. Like I guess even if they gave you permission, it would it would be, probably be uh, attempted suicide uh, or something. Listen, don't eat fucking people. Just don't do it. It's 2018. There's tons of burgers and shit out there. Fucking eat up. Hot dogs, sausage, fucking sauerkraut, fucking steak, T-bones. Did you ever see a tomahawk steak? That shit is fucking huge. But I digress. When you literally say, eat my dick, (laughs) 
when you say eat my dick, I don't think it's supposed to be taken literally, but to each their own. Good on ya. Just enjoy life knowing that you made somebody eat your cock. Literally. You are my hero. <laughs> like, if, if there's a Hall of Fame of the Machiavelli mind, I feel like this girl is going to be one of the first and biggest, brightest stars on that little Hollywood walk of fame right there. God bless you, my dearest. God bless you. <laughs> so, yesterday I was... Well, all week I was bored out of my fucking skull and didn't really have anything. Uh, I had tons of games, but the way my computer set up is I don't have a proper monitor. So my TV, my television is technically my monitor. So to detach that, the computer from the monitor is just HDMI. But what I like to do back in the day when my other computer worked and wasn't blown up to shit is I'd like to play on the computer or play a video game on the TV. And then on the computer, I would I would just be listening to the YouTube videos and stuff. And that was fun. That was the best. You get to listen to some. Uh, I usually listen to like podcast or D&D sessions and like be like, <laughs> you crazy, wacky nerds doing your Magic missiles in the darkness. That's a nerd reference that nobody will get. Um, and I, I would like, you know, listen to just random shit like, uh, oh, yeah, next segment. I'm going to bring it down a sec. But I used to watch uh, a certain group of people talk about video games and what video games are coming out and their feelings on all that stuff. Like, their names was uh, Total Biscuit, which is what we're going to talk about in the next session, because I just thought of it. Uh, Jesse Cox and Dodger. I think she uh, has cupcakes, but no, she might not be that. Don't follow that. But, um, and they used to have a special guest on. Some YouTubers that I really like, like Cryotic and stuff would join. And they'd talk about recent games coming out, uh, gaming controversies, or anything like that. Like anything that peaked the world of gaming. Or their own personal intrigues. And it was fun to listen to them bullshit. And it was like three-hour podcasts that they do. Just bullshitting about video games and stuff. And you would, I would just listen to that while I'm playing my game, enjoying it. And then they'd show clips and I'd pause my game and watch the fucking clip. And see what they're playing and blah, blah. But uh, where the fuck was I even going? Oh, yeah. So... I don't really play a lot of my PS4 or Xbox One because I'd have to take the HDMI cable out and then I have no monitor. So I wouldn't be able to visually see what I'm clicking. So if I wanted to say go to the next episode or whatever because I'm usually like a week behind or two weeks. So I would like to click the next one instead of the autoplay because every once in a while it will skip like 50 episodes. And go to like the last four recent ones. So you have to click the next one and make sure that you're right on the right fuck thing and blah blah blah. So I wouldn't be able to do that. So I'd have to take the HDMI 
able out back out of the PS4, plug it back in the fuck computer, and then I wouldn't know if there would be a problem with the input because blah 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 blah, blah techno babble bullshit. So really, that's why I don't play my newest video games because one, I don't have time because I'm always busy with something, and two, I'm usually busy wanting to do something on the computer while I'm playing, so there's no point in playing fucking video games on the PS4 when I can just play something on the computer and have the same result. So, recently I got an itch. An itch I haven't had in about almost a year. Uh, a drive, a desire, a... A desire to play Pokemon. Now, I know people are going to bust my balls about it. Oh, you play Pokemon, you fucking loser, and stop being cool back and blah, blah, blah. Listen. <sighs> None of you ever got the itch to play an RPG and wanting to go through level characters and just play through a, a game? Nobody? Just me? Okay, cool. But, like, no, seriously, have you ever had the desire to play an old game, a game that you either haven't played in a while or used to consistently play but stopped because you got to a certain point where you're like, ah, I need to take a break from this. And then you pick it up like months later. Well, that was me. I, I like got an itch to play Pokemon because me and my friends were talking about where it had gone and where it's at now. And were te telling me about some of the new stuff and cool stuff and stuff on it. So I caved, and I made a deal with myself. I made a fucking deal with myself. I said, if I go after work to the game case, and it's less than $60, if it's like 40 bucks, I will buy the new Pokemon Ultra Moon. Because fuck son. So I go over the game case, it's $39.99. I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting a new fucking game. So I bought that, and I've been playing that a little bit, and there's some, it's basically the same as normal Pokemon Moon, except the only major difference is weird fucking new characters, like some fucking like weird robot general with a big purple mustache and this chick with fucking hair, her bangs over her one eye, and they're both wearing visors and they're looking for the one Pokemon and blah, blah, blah. Listen, you don't care about that detail. Detail, let me... I just had an urge, a, de a desire to just go through that grind one more time. Well, probably not just one more time, but to go through the grind again. Level up the my monsters and, and, and fight other players and stuff and have... That, you know, experience where you're going through a journey and you're playing the game and your team's getting stronger and you're going through and, and getting all this cool shit and all that stuff. Like, that's what RPGs are so fun. Because you've got a team, you go through the game, you level up your characters, you play through the game and you have a good experience. Um, but yeah, so I picked up ultra moon and the whole what fucking half hour that i got to play because apparently my fucking 3ds was dying without me noticing and i had to save and stop it before my fucking battery died and i lost 
all of my quote unquote progress, which really wasn't that much progress. Uh, it's not bad. Like if you play the original Sun and Moon, it's the same game, just different characters added to it. Like you're still the main character, you still moved from Kanto, you still blah 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 blah. Like if you if you're a Pokemon fan, you know the story already, and you probably played Beat Ultra Moon and Sun already, and have all the fucking legendaries and all the DLC shit. But and for those of you that aren't avid Pokemon players or have played in years, you probably don't give a shit. But I am gonna talk about uh, Pokemon in one more segment, but uh, I'm gonna talk about the Total Biscuit incident that happened recently. Uh, so let's jump to that. So, um, there's a new Pokemon that I'm about to, I, this is the first time I'm looking it up, but, uh, a friend of mine from work got really excited, ran up to me and was like, dude, did you see the new Pokemon game? Uh, Pokemon Switch. I'm like, no. Is it a Pokemon game on Switch? No. You gotta check it out. I'm like, okay. Pokemon Generation Okay. Okay, so it's like Pokemon Go, but on the Switch. In case you didn't know, the Switch is a. Nintendo product that detaches from mechanisms and you can take it out and play it as you go. So uh, from what I'm gathering from this article, it basically is like Pokemon Go, but it's on the Switch. So you could go around and there should be a little uh, special device like a Pokeball that you could actually fake toss like, oh, and still be holding on to it. <laughs> that doesn't work on radio. But, and you should be able to p catch Pokemon and battle Pokemon and shit like that. I, I don't understand any of this shit. But, uh, yeah. It, I, I have no fucking clue how any of this is working. But it, it looks hype as fuck. The animation looks cool. So, um... Yeah, if you're still into Pokemon, you're a big Pokemon advocate, or if you're just getting into it or getting back into it, uh, Nintendo's kicking it up a notch again, flooding their balls out of their pants, dragging it on our cheeks, going, hey, you like Pokemon? Check this new cool, crazy shit out. So if you like it, fuck it. Go check out um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. So I, I don't the name but uh yeah check it out guys new pokemon shit Ooh. shrugs so hey everybody it was a good show today and it's still going but you know what else is good great beautiful glorious like a rising sun in japan with the the uh the cherry blossom leaves falling down. You got your waifu of choice whispering Japanese in your ears, so you have no fucking clue what she's saying, but she damn looks so goddamn cute saying it. Uh, you know what's great? Just as great as that. 
all the fine entertainment at Twiggy Rap Entertainment. That's right, folks. Get your waifus, get your anime, your manga, your samurai swords, and head on over to all the fine products of Twiggy Rap Entertainment. You got Inside You with Bill Thigpen and the Raptor. You got Pal Driver featuring me, Bill, and the luscious White Chocolate Travis. You also have the mad gaming skills of our boy, our homie, Eddie, playing some games like uh, the fucking car soccer game and all sorts of stuff. He even interacts with the player that's you. Yeah, he plays with you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Some good shit. I love that about gamers. When they fucking interact with their fans, that's some good shit. Eddie knows what the fuck he's doing. And then you've got the mysterious, powerful lord of the vape. Luke Vapewalker. And you can find them and way more, more entertainment at Twiggy Rap Entertainment. If you have one drive, one desire for anything in this world, make sure you check out the fine products and entertainment at Twiggy Rap Entertainment. You will not be disappointed because Machiavelli said so. What? Okay. So, in regards to last fucking segment, because I'm not recording a new one, fuck it, you're gonna fucking listen to this shit. Okay. So, oh shit. Okay, I'm actually hyped about this shit. Okay. So, it's Pokemon, a Pokemon Go game, not Pokemon Go, it's Pokemon on the Switch, alright? But here's the fucking hype-ass shit. Like, if you're a Pokemon fan, like, get ready to whip your dick out and just jizz everywhere because this is incredible. So they finally did it. They finally put Pokemon on a main fucking console. So what it is, initially, is basically any Pokemon game where you go around with the Pokemon with your trainer and you go and catch Pokemon, battling Pokemon, and catch them with the Pokeball. So with this... Oh my god, this is insane. Like, the technology that goes in with this. So, first of all, let me calm down a bit. You can get a second player, and the two of you can go out and battle trainers in the game. Double team them. Like, fucking Team Rocket style. I'm getting nerdy for a second. I'm, I'm super nerd hype right now. With two trainers, and you could beat the shit out of little kids in the fucking game, like double team the NPC non-playable characters, and and beat them in battles. <laughs> and you could, the two of you could team up and both throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon and get that fucking Pokemon. I don't know if the two of you get your own separate version of that same Pokemon, or if you both get one Pokemon from one person, or what the fuck ever. But it's hype as fuck. That is amazing. The fact that a Pokemon game where two people are on the screen walking around at the same time and can double team against fucking trainers is oh mind-boggling. That blew my fucking mind and blew my fucking load. That's cool in itself. But it goes further. They actually have a special 
Switch attachment Pokeball, where you can walk, use the, you know, if anybody's seen a Pokeball, there's that little white nub in the front. That's actually a joystick. So you can walk around with that, and then when a battle shows up, like a Pokemon shows up, you can use the ball to throw at the fucking Pokemon while still holding on to the thing, obviously. And it works like Pokemon Go itself. So you can throw at a Pokeball, and it'll throw it. Well, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And then it, it catches it, and then you can actually hear the, the fucking Pokemon in the goddamn ball that you're holding, like, talking shit. So you could go out and fucking catch, like, a side dagger and be like, ah, ah, in the ball, and that's crazy. <laughs> that's cruel to me. And to add fucking super fucking craziness to it, they actually linked it to the Pokemon Go app on your fucking phone. So while you're playing Pokemon Go, if you get a Pokemon while walking around town and whatever, and you and you want it in the game, you could actually transfer it as a gift from your fucking phone to your game. So if you go out and find a goddamn Mewtwo on a special event, Pokemon Go Walk, you could take that motherfucking Mewtwo and put it on your fucking level 1 goddamn character in the Pokemon game. And vice versa. So you could take some a, a fucking Pokemon from your game and put it on your Pokemon Go or give it to your friend's Pokemon Go so that they can have it. So then there's no need for memory card sticks or anything like that. Like your part, your friend can come over with their phone and be like, yo, can I grab that goddamn Growlithe? Here you go, my boy. And it fucking transfers onto their game. They take their Pokemon Go on their fucking shit, go home and go on their Switch and put that shit in their game. Holy fuck! I'm sorry, that blows my goddamn mind. That's crazy shit. Like, oh. I know some people are going to find faults with this and be like, what the fuck? That's a lot of bullshit. No, that's crazy. That's awesome. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, the nerd hype is real. Holy shit. So, get the... Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and or the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for the Nintendo Switch if you have that shit. And if you still have your Pokemon Go, Heather, that's my sister's name, Heather, I'm looking at you. If you still have that shit, I might need some Pokemon off <laughs> Holy shit! It's crazy. I understand why he was hyped as shit now. And he had every right to be. Man, that's cool. That's cool as shit. I'm in. I'm in. Alright, so we're going to go back into the 90s-esque hype in 2018. Oh, God. I'm so old. So alone. <sighs> but yeah, so another friend of mine from work told me about a new series of Dragon Ball coming out. And I have mixed feelings about it. It's called Dragon Ball Heroes. Now, he explained to me that this chronologically takes place after the Tournament of Power and after the events of the Dragon Ball games, the last two Dragon Ball games of... Xenoverse 2 and the new Dragon Ball Fighter Z. 
And it's obvious it does because of some of the images. So I just watched the um, trailer. I get yeah, the trailer for it, and it features characters from Dragon Ball GT, which is uh, oh, allow me to explain that this is totally non-canon. So they're getting non-canon characters from the movies and shorts and stuff that didn't have Toriyama in it, and they're getting i probably got the name wrong i apologize for dragon ball fans and they're getting all of these crazy characters together into one fan service c series like this is them blowing the load and just being like here's your favorite characters check it out this is some crazy shit right oh my god super saiyan 4 goku's fighting super saiyan god goku here's the fucking Clones from a uh, fucking Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Here's that Android Twenty One bitch. Here's here's the fucking uh, villains from Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. Here's the fucking son of Toa and Mira fucking doing some crazy shit. Coolers chilling with drunks. Oh my god, what's happening? It's crazy fucking shit. So if you're a Dragon Ball fan, this will have nothing to do with uh, Dragon Ball Super. This is all non-canon. This is literally alternate universe. Uh, check out our dicks and jerk off with us. So, and you know what? You know what? Where there's no fucking um, what's the word? Uh, whatever. Like, there's nothing bad that could happen. Like, there's nothing that would fuck up the main storyline in the Dragon Ball genre with this existing. So it's outside of canon, which makes this literally FanFest 2018. This is going to be fun. It's like the um, cheesy Batman coming back. Batman, uh, the Brave and the Bold. Where it was just cheesy, fun, goofy shit. Except this is going to be some of the fans' most favorite fucking villains coming back. And getting their licks in from being defeated from their movies. And they get their rematch against Goku. And we get to see them get stronger. Some new fusions. Some more alterations with the characters. And blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be cool. It's going to be just a big thumbs up for the fans. Like, thanks for watching over the, what, fucking 30 years that it's been out. Thank you for checking out Dragon Ball. And here's for the fans. And it's, I think that's cool. Now, we'll see storyline-wise, not chronologically and or canonically, but I would like to see what what-if stories they put out there. Because everybody knows the best part of Dragon Ball games, the fighters, the Budokais, the Tenkaichi shit, the best part of them is the what-if scenarios. Like, what if... Raditz turned good and helped his brother fend off against Vegeta and Nappa. What if Nappa turned good? Like, the best part of waking up is what if in your cup. That's the best part about the Dragon Ball series of games. And when they didn't have them in certain games, it just sucked donkey dick. And Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2 did it fun, where it's what if there was interdimensional space 
demons who can alter the past and send some big baddie from the fucking movie into uh, this universe or this timeline where this big baddie exists and they were fighting Goku. Like, what if Cooler came to planet fucking, what the hell is it called? Namek. Planet Namek and helped him fight Goku when he went Super Saiyan. What if this happened? What if that happened? It's it's cool. That's the best part about Dragon Ball is the what or any any series. What if this happened differently? What if this person didn't have this power? What if this person didn't get there in time? What if what if what if? That's the best part is thinking of the alternate timeline or path that could be taken. And if I ever get my ass in gear and write my book series. You would see how cool that what if fucking shit could actually be, but yet again, exhausted, working all the time and doing other projects constantly, so I don't really have time to write down, type up, and send out a fucking screenplay, my friends. But one day, one day, I'll sit down. I'll take a two week vacation. I'll put something out there. So for you fans. If there's any of that that exists ever, one day I'll have that for you. And I'll do a whole different podcast where I'll really read paragraphs from my fucking manga. Because I'm sure it'll be fucking manga. Because I'm a, a weeb nerd. And I enjoy the animu and situations like that. But listen, Dragon Ball Heroes, I'm going to give it a chance. If you want to give it a chance or not, that's up to you, but I'm going to give it a chance. I will post both the Pokemon new Pokemon game and the Dragon Ball Heroes trailer on Machiavelli's Mind on Facebook. So if you actually do care, check it out. It's It looks interesting. Both things look actually fun and interesting. So, yeah. So... I really huh, was not prepared for this episode to actually make it to the hour mark. I thought I was going to only be at like the half hour mark. That's I'm proud of my episode today. But uh, I'm sorry. That's a little self-indulgent. But I hope you enjoyed it as well. I'm glad you came along with me on this journey while we looked at the new Pokemon games and uh, checked out. The uh, lovely lady making people eat her dick. Uh, we got hype about Walmart changing their dress code policy, which thank God for that. They are uh, that was awesome of them. Um, the new Dragon Ball Heroes. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. I, I like I said, I want to give that a chance. Usually, I'm super pessimistic about anything and everything in life in general to the point where people literally have their souls drained out of them into the black void of my my where my heart would be. But, you know, fuck them. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was, I was hyped this whole show. I was in a good mood, good place, and I really hope you came along with me with uh, a good attitude and uh, good ambitions. And if I talked about something you're not into and you listen anyway, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, not sure uh, when the next episode is going to be, but I'm, I am going to try. Like if I find something interesting, you might get another bonus episode like today. But uh, thank you everybody for listening.
I really, truly, deeply appreciate it. I, anybody who actually listens to this, I love you. Like on a deep personal level, I adore that you actually take the time out of your day to listen to me rant about random things. And it means a lot to me. It really does. But with that said, um, we had a lot of fun today. We talked about a lot of interesting topics. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of sobs. We uh, cuddled once or twice. But um, yeah, I I want to say thank you for taking this journey with me. It means a lot to me uh, personally, and I'm glad that we took this together. So come on and cuddle in bed with me so we can get to know each other a little bit more intimately. That's right. Just a little bit closer. Uh, yep. Tuck your leg in there. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, grab my ass. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, thank you for enjoying Machiavelli's mind. And I'll see you the next time when we delve in deep together. Good night, everyone.